One of the things that I have greatly appreciated about our community through the years is that we don't really launch ministry until there really is a need for that ministry. Uh, when there becomes a need for a ministry, then that ministry is launched. So, again, just going back to Ryan. Ryan, he's just had something kind of building up within him uh, and and just came and said, I, I really, I think the Holy Spirit is guiding me uh, to gather the men on Wednesdays at 6.30. And so we as a community want to rally around that and and do what we can to see that empowered and for that, that to move forward. Uh, we, through the years, have uh, we've had kids come and kids go, but we've never had, in a sense, a group kind of coming up through the pipeline until now. And so I'm really excited to share this morning that in our empowered mission, one of the things being birthed is that we're, we want to we want to figure out how how are we going to serve our middle school community. And it mainly is a middle school community of girls uh, that just they're they're really wonderful young ladies. And how are we going to serve them? Well, that's growing out of some hopes and prayers that we have during this Pentecost season. Our community uh, for the past year uh, has suffered some loss and some grief. Uh, and part, part of that, was, well, all of it was, it was just natural. We live in a mobile society. We sent people away to amazing opportunities uh, and it just kind of sucked the wind out of us. And then all of a sudden, we had loved ones that were passing. And so we've really suffered uh, some grief and loss as a community. And, and there's been kind of a cloud that hovered over us. And so just discerning that, it was time for us to kind of, well, how do we learn as a community? How do we learn to embrace grief and loss? And then that, what that does it, is it begins to change us in, into more compassionate people. And then it's not an accident that having gone through that process of grieving that someone would ask us, would you like to be part of a mercy ministry that requires a lot of compassion for a long time? That's the Spirit of God at work in our, in our community in a natural, supernatural way, which is really a pretty cool concept. Uh, that, that going through uh, grief also, it, grief enlarges us. It feels like Grief crushes us, but it actually enlarges our soul, and it begins to give birth to new things. And so we've got a long list of, again, just identifying things that coming out of a season of grief and loss, working through that, there's, there's the birth of some new things in our community. Then our community actually, when it engages in the process of, of, of embracing grief, it's part of our spiritual formation becoming more and more like Jesus in character and in mission. All of that is happening in our community. The birth of, of New Empowered Missions. Last week, we, we talked about the New Mercy Ministry as we partner with Interfaith Welcome Coalition. This morning, I want us to talk about uh, how we're going to serve our middle school uh, community uh, we we have going to have a new children's director. That's going to change the course somewhat of our children's ministry. Uh, a new worship coordinator. Uh, there's some new decor happening. There's uh, a new. Uh, we're really praying that in the city there'll be a new Pentecost. I would love to see all of us see thousands of people come to know Jesus for the very first time. And then we could add to this a, a new uh, men's ministry that's being born. So what are we going to do? Coming back to empowering middle school ministry. How do we best serve? our middle school community. 
How do we best serve? How do we serve middle school people? Well, there's three words that I want to lay down as foundations. One is relational. The other is incarnational. The third is transformational. Relational ministry, I would just just want to read out of Philippians 3. And I just want to underscore some things that I believe are foundational to all ministry, whether it's middle schoolers or the whole community. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus as my master firsthand. Everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. Dog dung. That's literal. (laughs) I've dumped it all in the trash so I could embrace Christ and be embraced by Him. I didn't want some petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from from keeping a, a lot of rules when I could get the robust kind of righteousness that comes from trusting Christ God's righteousness. I gave up all that inferior stuff so that I could know Christ personally. I've highlighted in those words what to me speaks of the the core of what the Christian faith is all about. It is the high privilege of knowing, knowing. I know Jesus. I know Jesus as my master and I know him Firsthand, I know him as king. I know him as Messiah. I have a relationship with him. And I love this contrast that Paul is making between what he was as a religious Pharisee versus a follower of Jesus. Everything that I thought was so important, you know, all, all the religious junk, all the ritual, all of, I've dumped that in the trash. All of that's now just like poo. Compared to having a relationship with Jesus, embracing Jesus, being embraced by Him. I mean, that's, that's a relationship. R- a righteousness, a robust kind of r- r- righteousness that comes. I'm righteous because I'm trusting Jesus, who is righteousness. My righteousness is connected not by the things that I do or don't do. It's connected with who I'm connected to. So I could know Jesus personally. And that's the question we... That's got to be foundational in all of our lives. Do each of us know Jesus personally? Do we as a community know Jesus personally? There's nothing more important than that. Because when you have a relationship with Jesus... It's something firsthand. It's not somebody else's experience. It's your own experience of knowing Jesus. And we can share those stories. I love to hear I love to hear your story about how you're in relationship with Jesus. I, I can share my story. The high privilege of knowing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I mean, that just this morning, I mean, just sitting there this morning. You know, you know, our Father in heaven and the Lord Jesus Christ, you're at the right hand of the Father. And all authority, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to you. 
And I get to know you. I get to talk to you. I, need, I can ask you for help. And you have the authority in all of the universe. That's incredible. What a high privilege. The president of the United States has never called me. Probably not going to call me. The governor of the state of Texas hasn't. And the mayor hadn't even called me. But I have the high privilege of having a relationship with the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords. I love an embracing. I'm being embraced and I'm embracing. Jesus and I, arm in arm. A robust, it's it's almost a living righteousness because it comes from trusting Jesus. As long as I'm in relationship with Jesus, I can count on his righteousness counting for me. Personal relationship. This relationship is ours for the asking. As long as we give up that inferior religious stuff with its petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules. Now, as I think about serving our middle school community, I don't want to give them religious stuff. I don't want to give them a list of the do's and don'ts. I don't want to invite them into cheesy Christianity. I want to invite them into the real thing. Relationship. Personal relationship with Jesus. And then together, being in relationship with Jesus. Also, I hope that our service to our middle school will be incarnational. The Word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. We saw the glory with our own eyes, the one of a kind glory like father, like son, generous inside and out, true from start to finish. No one has ever seen God, not so much as a glimpse, the one of a kind God expression, the word, Jesus, who exists at the very heart of the father. Jesus has made him plain as day. What I hope none of us recover from is that God entered our world. We didn't invite him to come. He came. God entered our world. God is the one who initiated relationship with us. He came into our world in order to establish relationship. We didn't ask him to. He just did it. It's so important that we never lose sight of that. We're not, we're not kind of working our way to God. God always comes to us. Wherever we are, enters our world. He always initiates. Each of us who has relationship with Jesus, think about it for a moment. Did you initiate that relationship? No. Did you respond to the one that initiated? Yes. Incredible. The benefits of incarnation, when God moves into the neighborhood, don't you love that message translation? God moves into the neighborhood. And when God moves into the neighborhood, we see. We see with our own eyes. We see his glory. 
We see his generosity. We see his integrity. We see God plain as day. We experience God who moves into our neighborhood. So relational and incarnational ministry, as it's revealed in those verses, is what we want to apply in our service to our middle school community. And that leads to introducing Amber and Beth. Come join me. One on the left and one on the right. I want to be in the middle since we're talking about middle school. Here are two people who know Jesus. They know Jesus personally. They know Jesus together. They know Jesus in a community of people. You know Jesus? You know Jesus? (laughs) These two, knowing Jesus, want to enter the neighborhood of your middle school person. They want to come into the world of a middle school person. That means families that have middle schoolers, they want to come to your house. The sanctum sanctorium of the middle schooler is their bedroom. They want to kind of come into that bedroom with that middle school person. (laughs) Wherever that middle school person is, they want to go there. Out of their relationship with Jesus, they want to move into the world. They want to initiate relationship. And they want to be Jesus with skin on, with middle school people. Relational, incarnational. What would you like to add to that? Um, My name is Amber. As you see up there. Um, Yeah, I have just greatly benefited from people older than me stepping into my life and investing in me and valuing me as a person and not necessarily taking me on as a project or like someone to mentor, but as a friend. Um, It's just been life-changing the way that they've um, modeled Jesus' love and... It's changed my mind about how God loves, and it's changed my mind about how I'm loved and how I should love other people. And so I'm just really excited to be that for middle school girls. And I've had the huge privilege of watching a lot of them grow up in this church. And I've been in the classrooms with them, and they're just such wonderful young ladies. And, yeah, I'm just really excited to enter their lives, enter their worlds. Thank you. If you're Amber, (laughs) you must be Beth. (laughs) I'm Beth. Hello. Um, Yeah, just kind of the same thing Amber said. Um, When I kind of entered into this community, it was not really me entering into this community. Um, I went through a season, and Susan brought me along, and God just really showed up in people, and most of it was people in this church. Um, So, yeah, I just want the opportunity to show up as Jesus to these young girls. And um, when I first started teaching yoga, that was kind of the heart of it, that he told me, like, if I had had this type of love and understanding when I was in middle school or high school, I would have uh, thought of myself differently. 
And um, so I just have always had a heart for young ladies and know how hard middle school is. Um, So, yeah, I just am excited to hang out. And I love the, we've talked about how it's not like a, we meet on this night and we talk about this book and we go home. It's more of we're excited to just kind of be with them and get to know them and hang out with them. So, Soccer experience and plays, plays and all the things that they're involved in. Yeah. Two tarts for <laughs> <laughs> all good things, sweet yeah. things. Good night. Great. Night. <laughs> Great. <laughs> all right. Thank you too. Thank you. You don't have to go behind me. <laughs> So relational and incarnational ministry is lived out by people like this that make, just have a love for other people, and they go. And the last thing I want to add to that is it's transformational because when people start hanging out with you and they start entering your world, these, these words written by Paul, is, it really captures the essence, again, foundational to our faith. My little children, for whom I am again in the pain of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. My little children, for whom I am again in the pain of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. Discipleship is investing in the spiritual formation of others until Christ Jesus is formed in them. A disciple is a follower of Jesus whose aim is to become like Jesus in character and in mission. So our desire in serving our middle school community is that we have people related to Jesus, related to each other, related to our community wanting to relate to the middle school community, incarnating, coming, initiating. Again, it's not, it's not hey, that's, it's not so much we're going to have a meeting at such time you come to our meeting. It is I'm coming into your world. That, there's a huge difference that. Having a meeting can work, but that, if, if that's all it is, it doesn't work. And then the bottom line is these two who... They are receiving the transformation. They're becoming like Jesus in character and mission, wanting that to happen with the middle school community. Are middle school people becoming like Jesus in character and mission? That's what makes it work. So our prayer is that the Holy Spirit would empower our service to our middle school community. We want it to be relational we want it to be incarnational. We want it to be transformational. And then, the, like the icing on the cupcake, is we want it to like be age-specific adventure, and we want there to be a lot of hilarity. We want it to be fun. We want it to be adventurous for that age group. But bottom line, relational, incarnational, transformational. And so I come back to, I'm going to keep coming back to this because I think this is so important in a season of Pentecost. Are we together in one place? 
See, it's, it's, not just, it's not just Amber and Beth. We're grateful. They're gifts to our community to serve this age group. But it's our community saying, yes, we want them to be empowered to serve our middle school community. So we, we need to be all in the same place. Yes. This is what we want. And I, I truly believe that when that happens, then these prayers that we've been praying can be answered. We want you, Holy Spirit, to fill us with your presence and your power. We want... You, Holy Spirit, to grip us by your presence, your power, and your purpose. We want you to come over us. We want you to come upon us. We want you to empower our witness to the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus. I truly believe that when we're all together in one place, recognizing the Spirit of God at work in our community, that the Spirit of God can do all of this for all of us and more. And I think it's really critical that that happen. And then finally, parents of the middle school folks, you all are so important. I mean, you've got to be comfortable with having an Amber and a Beth, you know, kind of coming into your household. They're coming home. They're going to move into your neighborhood. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you, you have to be at a place as, where you want to you welcome that. Uh, and so we're going to have to launch this ministry and we feel like we, to do it successfully, we're going to have, uh, just, just a time where parents of our middle school can come together July the 21st, Sunday afternoon from two to three right here at River City Vineyard. We want, we want to visit, we want to answer questions and we really want to start this ministry together. And we want the families of it's middle, we're starting with middle school girls, uh, sixth, seventh, eighth. That, that age group, that's who we're starting with. So if you have a 6th, 7th, or 8th grade girl, and you are interested in helping us launch this, then please put this date down. If you can't make it, let uh, Amber and Beth know. Okay? All right. Last thing I want us to do is to pray God's blessing over Amber and Beth. So you could come back, please. Then I'd like to invite, if you're, if you're a middle school parent, we just want to pray God's blessing upon you. So uh, if you have a 6th, 7th, 8th grade student, if you'd please stand as well. Okay. The rest of us are the amen. Holy Spirit, we invite you to come. We recognize that without you empowering us uh, to live life, to follow Jesus, to do ministry, that what we do is of no value whatsoever. And so we as a community, once again, call upon you in the name of Jesus. We want you to fill us with your presence and your power. 
We ask you to fill Beth and Amber with your presence and your power. We ask that you would grip Beth and Amber with your presence, your power, your purpose. We ask that you would come over them, that you would come upon them, that you would empower them for this ministry. And then, Holy Spirit, we recognize the, the, the importance of these uh, parents. We thank you very much for what they're doing in bringing up their children. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill them with your presence and your power. To grip them with your presence, your power, and your purpose. Especially in this season of a new ministry for their kids. Come over them. Come upon them. Empower them as parents. Now, could I invite all of us to stand? Holy Spirit, we recognize that on the day that the church was was, uh, birthed, the day that the Holy Spirit came, those that were following Jesus were together in one place. And my deepest desire for us as a community right now is that we are together in one place. That we are united. Um, We have a unity of the Spirit because we recognize your activity among us. And we also recognize that we can't move forward without you empowering us. We ask you to fill our community to fill each and every one of us. Fill us with your presence and your power. Grip us with your presence, your power, and your purpose. Come over us. Come upon us. Empower us to witness to the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Let us as a community, in Jesus' name, experience the outpouring of the Holy Spirit to accomplish the purposes of your kingdom. In your name. Amen. So if you all would like just to kind of personalize the blessing, we're going to ask Amber and Beth to stay right here and just give, give, come give them a hug and tell them thank you. and. Uh, Whatever you want to do. Okay. Thank you for our morning together.